What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's great. Hope everybody's blessed. And I hope you're always serving God faithfully and truthfully. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't easy. Uh, But it's easy if we let ourselves be, let it be easy. You know what I mean? Well, I'm coming at you this morning with some coffee, some morning breath, and a whole lot of sore throat. But that's okay. Because the coffee is low-key, like, soothing it. So it's not really that sore right now, so I'm blessed, right? You got to find the good in things. So I'm blessed. Excuse the sniffles. If you hear a couple of sniffles, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sick or what, but... That ain't going to stop me from serving the Lord, you know what I mean? If I cough, then I'll just cut those out. If I fart, I'll just cut those out, you know what I mean? But anyway, I'm glad you guys um, are listening faithfully. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All glory to God, always. Um, I hope everything that he says through me, I pray that, you know, it has impact on life and it has, uh, it gets you ready, you know. Uh, I remember reading about the armor of God, right? And it said you have to strap up the sandals of readiness, right? And that's a big thing. That's a big thing we forget. Excuse that. We got to strap up our sandals of readiness and that's a big thing because when you're going out to fight, you got to be ready. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you can't expect nothing to happen to you because if you do that, then it's like, well, dang, I thought I was just coming out here and everything was going to be a breeze. You know, I thought I was going to be able to just beat everything and get through everything by myself. But it's like, nah, like we live in a, a world where we need to rely on God. And if we aren't relying on God, then we're not doing what we need to be doing, right? Like mentally or physically. We got to get more connected to him and, and find out where he's at so that way he can lead us, you know, and we got to find out what he's doing and what he wants us to do for him. And it's that simple, you know, I was laying down. Uh, um, we left, uh, had laundry in the, the laundry facility where I'm staying in my apartment complex. Got up. One of the loads was still a little wet, so I, I, uh, what's it called, I left it in, I got the one out that wasn't, then I cuddled up back into bed, feeling nice, cozy, and warm, and then it was just about being obedient, you know, and I, I realized that the more obedience you have to our Father, the more that He'll listen, you know what I'm saying, like, like I said, like God punishes his children because he loves us. And it's not it's not punishing us through temptation or anything like that. But he punishes us through like. It's not punishment through temptation, but it's punishment through learning. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say I went back to sleep. Right. And then my clothes get jacked or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my fault. Or that's not God's fault, but it's my fault. Because I should have this, the sandals of readiness. If he's calling me, he's calling me for a reason. It may be to get my laundry out or maybe, you know, he's telling me get up and do a podcast. It's not about the consequence because he's not like, you know, doing consequences. Those are life consequences, right? That we could get like upon ourselves. But the con- I feel like the consequences that come from Christ are more or less like, Winning and losing battles, you know what I'm saying? Like winning and losing your salvation. Like if you want to strengthen your salvation, then when he's calling you to be obedient, have that obedience. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if you don't do it, this is going to happen. I think it's more or less like if you don't do it, your obedience is going to like go back. You know, like it's not going to move forward or move in the right direction because you're not being obedient. And it's not to say like our God is going to punish us because I don't really know like how God punishes us. To be honest, I feel like every punishment we go to or or have is is all like 
based on ourselves you know it's it's either it's whether or not we choose to that to sin right or whether or not like i don't know you know what i'm saying like i don't really know like like god says he punishes his children but maybe he's just maybe he's just saying that you know like i don't know why he says that that's crazy let's let's see if we can find out how god punishes us let's check it out see so even right here it says does god punish us when we sin and being disobedient that's a sin you know what i'm saying especially when god's telling us you know it says because the sacrifice of christ god sees only the righteous righteousness of christ when he looks at us our sin has been nailed to the cross right so right there like it's not that he punishes us or anything so when we're disobedient he's not going to punish us but i feel like that makes us less stronger you know what i'm saying and it's not it's like when you it's like if you work out 10 days a week right and then you know you're supposed to work out 10 days 10 days for like two weeks take two days off and then do it hit it back you know what i'm saying so let's say we work out 10 days take two days off and then go back and we do that for like three months right okay well let's say that after that third month of doing that set schedule we go like eight days four days off but then we go back to doing 10 you know what i'm saying those extra two days that we take off are gonna mess with us so when we're being disobedient or we're not or we're being or we're saying little lies or we're doing stuff like that you know what i'm saying anything to like fall away from right righteousness right or, or push god's grace away that's i feel like the consequence that we go through you know what i'm saying so god never inflicts consequence on us but it's all self-inflicting consequence because it's like we know we should be hitting it 10 days out of the two weeks and taking two day breaks but i'm not gonna pull up on this day, this day, this day, and this day. So I'm just going to go eight days and then have my four-day break. But then once you're, you know, once you do that, it feels awkward. You don't feel like you have as much energy or this and this. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. We're losing our spiritual energy and our, spir our spiritual, like, strength within ourselves because we want to be disobedient, you know? It's not that God's punishing us. It's like we're punishing ourselves, you know? Because he has just so much mercy and grace on us. He's just like... You know, he's like, dang, Noah's tired, so he don't want to, you know, it's okay. But then it's like, I'm punishing myself because I'm like, I'm not being obedient to my father. I'm sinning against my father, right? He's saying, you know, get up. He's like, you can always sleep, you know, but, you know, everybody's crashed out right now. You can get up, do a podcast, drink some coffee, chit chat with the, the team, you know, chit chat with you guys, feed the cat, go get the laundry. You know, you can have a great, great start to your day or you can go back to sleep it's up to you you know god that's why god he's funny he's a funny guy and if you guys don't get that then you gotta open up your eyes a little bit it's not punishment you know because he's he's you know you could look at it like dang man i gotta get up i gotta do this or you could look at it like yo I, I i get more time for the day i get a sip on some coffee you know you gotta look at the good that god brings you know it's more than just it, it it's more than just like serving him you know it's a it's a relationship so what you're you know if you're in a relationship you're with somebody because of whatever reason you know because they're funny or they're you know their farts smell good or something you know i don't really know uh that's why i'm with my wife actually those two very reasons but um not like for real for real, like it's it's just like it's crazy because you just want to like with your relationship with God, you find things more. If you look at them with a better perspective, you can find them a little bit more funny. You know what I'm saying? Like I was reading this book um, about this guy who like he basically just took off and he just wanted to start preaching the gospel. And he even slept out on the street for the first couple of days. He did it because basically he wasn't asking for help. He didn't want to ask anybody for any help and he didn't want to take anything from anybody or ask anything but he he accepted donations and he accepted if people wanted to host him but they had to offer it he wasn't gonna ask so anyway he was saying how he was speaking to this guy and then he told him that he was leaving on his mission and then the guy that he was talking to or the the group of guys he was talking to he was telling him 
like he was kind of questioning him, the same guy, right? He was questioning him for like different things. And he was like one of the only ones questioning him. But then when he was getting ready to go, they told him he can come back on Wednesdays. And he's like, okay. He's like, I'm going on a mission. So I don't know if I'll like be here that long. And then the guy goes, dude, you are a mission. The guy that was questioning him, he's like, dude, you are a mission. You know, that's funny if you think about it. Because the same guy that's trying to tear you down is the same guy that wants to hear everything that you got. And that's what we got to realize, like, don't be so, like, like, anxious about it. You know what I'm saying? Don't have that fear of, like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, do this. Or I don't know if I can do that. Or it feels a little bit more hard today. Or, you know what I'm saying? All we got to do is keep our faith in God. And he'll never lead us astray. But remember that if we don't have love for God. And we don't have love for his world, love for his people. Then we're not going to have that faith as strong as it could be. It's all like a domino effect, right? Or it's all like a, it's really just a training mentality, to be honest. Like, if you don't train yourself to love everybody, you don't train yourself to follow God truly, then it's not, it's not ever going to like pan out to what it is. It's like doing a diet. Like if you never, if you never truly, truly stick to your diet, it's never going to work out. And that's what it is with God, right? Because we can play and act and do everything we do. We can, you know, flex on the gram like we're doing good things and flex on the gram like we, we're, we're sticking to our diet and everything. But deep down, you know whether or not you're sticking to your diet. Deep down, you're, you know whether or not you love God. And if you don't know, it's easy. Get on your knees, pray and ask God to love you and ask him to, you know, God, I want to love you. God, I want to do this. God, I want to be this person. And every time you hear those little things like, yo, do this, or hey, do this, or hey, let's let's pray to you right now, or let's get up, or let's, you know, that's God talking to you. Everybody can hear God talking to them. See, that's what everybody forgets is they think because they can't see him that he's not real. But love, you can't see love, but you know it's real, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, I can say that I love my wife. But I can't see it. So does it mean that it's true? No. But I love my wife and I know that I love my wife. So when I say that I love God, I know that I love God and I know that I love him and I know that he's real. You know what I'm saying? It's about strapping on those ready, those sandals of readiness. You know what I mean? I got to take a sip of some coffee. <clears throat> That's what it's about. Don't have that fear and anxiety, you know, because that's that's what I get, too. I get that fear and anxiety of like, yo, I don't want to mess up. And you're putting a lot more pressure on yourself. You're putting a lot more pressure on yourself when you should just like not worry about messing up and let God take care of it. Have faith that God is taking care of it. And don't keep anything back. Don't have no belief in it whatsoever. Because the, the less and less you believe believe in him or believe in your like less and less that you have belief in yourself to get through things it's not belief in yourself right we believe that god is going to get us through things but we have to believe ourselves that god's going to get us through those things if that makes sense you know what i'm saying and it's not that it's not that we um are trying to be like self-confident but it's like i know my god is bigger than all my problems i know that my god loves me so much that he's going to get me through this. But there's a lot of anxiety with that, right? There's a lot of like like unknown like unknown, right? I remember I read this thing in the Bible where it's like people who walk in darkness don't see where they're going, but once once you turn to righteousness, your light turns on and you can finally see where you're walking. And that's how it is with God. It's like once we give it to God and once we stay faithful, and we want to be more righteous every day, and we're making every shot, you know, we're trying to make every shot, then that's when the light's going to turn on for us. No longer do we have to be in disbelief. No longer do we have to worry about what's going to happen next. No longer do we have to worry about where our meal is going to come from, or if our rent's going to be paid on time, or if, you know, if I, if I want to, if I'm praying and I'm asking God to get this promotion, if it's his will, it'll be done. And if it's not, don't take it as something bad, but take it as something that's 
he's opening up a better door for you and he's teaching you that don't live by what the world thinks you have to live by just because you don't get that promotion or don't get that job that you wanted doesn't mean that you're not you know it doesn't mean that he's not listening it doesn't mean that he's not working because god's always working he's always listening and he's either going to open up a greater door or there's something about that job that just isn't it, that it's not going to be a good fit, right? If I leave my job and I go start working somewhere else and I realize that I hate it and I like my old job better, it's going to be harder to get my old job back. See, God already sees everything. You know, he plans everything out and he, he sees everything already. It's only through him that we wake up and take our next breath. You know, it's only through, <gasps> okay, see, that was because God, God knew I was going to do that. And it's funny because it's true. Like, like people, I feel like some people are just like, yeah, God knows every step, right? Yeah, ha, ha, ha. No, but it's true. He's God. He has everything planned out how he wants it. He He does everything the way he wants it to be done. And it's not about us, you know? But those anxieties that you go through, just let them go. Let God take control of those anxieties and have belief that he's listening to you about those. Yo, God, yo, I just, I, I don't know why, but. Sometimes I feel this way. Sometimes I, I feel like I don't want to do this, but I am. And I put so much pressure on myself, Lord, that I just can't, you know, and I keep messing up. That's okay. But that's because you're not believing in him truly. Because if you believe in him, then you'll believe that your God is bigger than all your problems. And you got to remember that, that there's no reason to have that anxiety anymore. There's no reason to have that, you know, worriness or or scaredness there's no reason to carry those things because it's like we kind of don't have faith in god right there should be like anxiousness of excitement like man i'm like i'm so anxious and excited that gosh i just know that every day going forward is going to be awesome and i'm just excited to see what god has planned for me you know there's good anxiety and there's bad anxiety but don't let a, like all the bad anxiety overtake your whole life because then it starts to consume you, it starts to consume your thinking, it starts to consume your mind, then it starts to consume your your belief, it starts to consume like how you feel, like if you let that stuff consume you, it's going to eat you alive, and then you'll feel like you never can do nothing, you'll never feel good enough to always get through, you know, you'll never feel good enough to be the, the person that God wants you to be, but it's not about that, it's not about feeling good enough it's about giving it all to god and having faith that he's listening having faith and belief in him and having faith and belief that what you're asking is going to happen because it's easy to say yo lord god please you know um lord god please just let me wake up right but if i don't have faith that like it's like kind of like a wasted prayer you know have faith that whatever you're asking for in prayer whatever you're asking the lord for and you know just anything have faith that he's listening. Have faith that he's always paying attention. Have faith that he cares about you. Don't be like a person who's like double-minded, right? Don't be, in the Bible it says, don't be like the man who looks at himself in the mirror, walks away, and doesn't know what he looks like. Because a man like that is a double-minded man. You know what I'm saying? When you ask something, ask for it in faith. Ask for it that ask for it in belief, you know? And when you're praying, believe that God's listening to you. Believe that he's hearing everything you're doing, you know? Have that reverence for him as much as possible, you know? Whether you have to close your eyes or you're looking to the heavens or, you know, you're doing whatever you're doing, but keep focused on God. Keep focused on every prayer that you're saying, you know? Every word that's coming out of your mouth, make sure you're saying it with love, make sure you're saying it with passion, and make sure you're saying it with belief. Because if you don't believe in yourself or if you don't believe in God, how are you going to believe in yourself? You know what I'm saying? And the only reason we believe in ourselves is because that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to believe that we believe that our God is great. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not about like self-seeking glory and it's not about us having the ability, but it's about knowing that the ability we have comes from the Lord. The ability that we gain comes from the Lord. Everything that we want to do isn't the stuff that we used to do everything that we feel we don't want to go back to right all that anxiety we had beforehand goes away but that's only through the lord see if we chase after we stay obedient we pray then mental clarity will come then anxiety will go away then all the things that we need 
to be righteous will fall into place. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so Acts 14, Acts 14, 22, ready? Acts is basically what happened after Jesus died and rose on the third day. And after he like came to some of his disciples and, and talked to them and stuff like that, right? So it's just right here. It says verse so it's chapter 14, verse 22. It says, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. And then it says quotations. And then in, in quotations, it says, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. They said, Paul and Barnabas appointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting committed them to the Lord in whom they had put their trust. So right there. You're going to go through hardships, right? You're going to go through those anxieties. You're going to go through those those things, but they can be temporary. Everyone's going to endure a hardship, whether it's, you know, super impactful or a little impactful. But everyone goes through hardship. But the only way to overcome hardship is through God's grace and his mercy. Right? It's through fasting and prayer that we let it go. It's through fasting and prayer that we get ready. It's through fasting and prayer and you know reading the word and worshiping God that you get ready. Because we can be here on earth and we can pray and we can fast, but if there's no meaning behind it, then it's nothing. You know? Like I said, it if we don't serve God with all all of our heart and all of the means in our heart, we're not going to get it done. It's not going to be what we think it's going to be. We think it's going to be peachy, and it's not. We're not serving God so life can be easy. We're serving God to serve God. You feel me? Because life don't get easier serving God. If anything, it gets harder, and it gets harder in a good way, right? We're serving God because we love Him, and we want to we want to pay our respects to God for everything that he did for us by sending his son for us. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't, like you have to really grasp the concept concept of what it is. It's not about doing this for anything other than love. I could wake up every day. I could make a podcast. I could find a verse and I could do all of this. But if I don't do it with love, nobody's going to care. And maybe some people will care, but they won't realize that. Like, I'll be like a false prophet in a way, or like a false testimony. That's what I'll be. I'll be preaching something to you guys that I don't believe in. You know what I mean? And it's not, not what it's about. I struggle with it too, right? Because I want gain i want gain sometimes and and i just want you know like numbers or you know money or something but that's not what it's about it's about love i love god so much that i want to do this now i love god so much that i'm gonna get up when he tells me to i love god so much that when something's trying to get me unfocused I stay focused. You feel me? Because it's not about me. It isn't. It's not about my wife. It's not about my kids. It's not about my family. It's not about my home. It's not about anything other than him. Our God is a jealous God, the Bible says. But he's jealous for our attention. He's jealous for a good reason, not like us. We get jealous because people got more things than us, or this person is that, or, you know, anything. We become envious. Our jealousy turns into envy, right? But God's jealousy is just love. God loves us so much that all he wants us to do is love him. That's it. So if we're going out every day and we're not loving him to our fullest potential, then how, is it, how does that show him, like, he can love us? How does that show him? Like, he'll always love us, but if we show him that we don't fully love him with everything we got, 
Like, how do you think that makes him feel? You know, it's like we're using him. Like, oh, I love God, but you're just saying that because you want to be blessed, right? Or you're just saying that because of whatever reason you're saying that because there's people around. Are you saying that because you want to look better, like characteristic wise? Like, some people see that they're like, oh, they love Christian. They're a Christian. They love God. You know what I'm saying? It's not about your life status. It's not about your religion status. It's not about the money. It's not about the blessings, but it's about love. How do you love God? How do you show your love to God, right? God's real and he lives in us every day, right? And I love him so much that I'm not carrying the worries of the past with me to now, but I'm letting them go. I'm keeping my mind focused on him so that way he focuses on you guys or he focuses on everybody else or he even puts the focus back on me because he knows what I need. He knows what you need and he knows what everybody next to you needs. So whether you're the person or the friend that's sharing, you know, the word of God with somebody, whether it works or not, it's about planting the seed. It's not I read I read in um, that book about the street ministry and evangelism, I read that he was going to people when he was talking to them, but he was getting discouraged because he wasn't saving souls. But it's not about him saving souls, right? That's when he started, he said that he started to feel like he was getting upset with himself, but he was, he was like praying and asking God and he was just talking to God and God revealed to him that it's not about you saving souls because you can't save souls. Only I can save souls. It's not about what you're, you know, it's not about what interact. It's not about the, it's not about the result of the interaction, but it's about the interaction itself. You know what I'm saying? It's about us planting the seed. Whether or not somebody chooses to follow God after that is up to them. It's up to God. Right? It's us it's about us being obedient, planting the seed, and then God will move forward in the next step. Whether they accept it or they don't, it's all about being obedient and planting that seed. You know what I'm saying? When God calls us to do his work, he's calling us not to save souls, but to plant the seed. Because we don't save souls. That's what God does. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like sometimes we forget that. Like, maybe it's not even like saving souls, but it's like, yo, I just did that right now. You know, but it's like, you did that, but you didn't really do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, through God, you did that. So it's like, dang God, like, you really got me through that one. Like, you really, dang God, you really are working through me. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's kind of like what he said. Like, we just can't forget that it's not us, right? So if you're talking to somebody, whether it's your mom, your dad, you know, your friend, let them know, like, like, don't, not let them know, but like, if you're talking to somebody, just remember that if you think they're not paying attention, they're probably listening a little bit more than we think, right? Because God knows how much they're really listening. And we don't. Somebody could be fully paying attention to you, but that don't mean they're listening to you, right? And um, that's what it's about. It's about us planting the seed because we're that's what we are. We're God's servants, right? Well, he's telling us to go throw the seeds so the crops can grow. And he's going to know which ones are going to grow and not. And he also knows what seed we're planting and what seeds we're not. So we have to be obedient. Whatever he's telling us to do, we got to listen. You know what I'm saying? There's no point of not listening because it's like, it's more of a stress than it is like if we just listen. It's, it's, I feel like listening has a lot to do with ourselves, right? Because it's not hard to listen, but we get scared, you know? If God tells me to stand up and, you know, preach the word of God or start praying for people. Dude, I'm going to get scared. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if I could do that. 
But that's where I ask God for my strength. I ask God for my, you know, God, please give me courage. God, please just do this. God, help me. God, please. And that's where it comes in. You know what I'm saying? In order for us to let him be the full way, we got to get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? When they say let go and let God, it's like literally let go and let God do it. It's like you're driving a car, right? And then he's like, let go and let God. Really let go of that steering wheel and know that you're going to get somewhere like you're supposed to. Everybody wants to drive a Tesla because they drive by themselves. Dog, God's been, he, he drives our car every day. <laughs> like for real. Like he lets us like, he does all those things. He's the one who drives in us. You know what I'm saying? He's the one who teaches us how to drive. And that's what we forget. It's like, it's not about what's it's not about what's around us or what we think we're missing or how we, can we fill this emptiness that we have but it's about knowing that God is the way and the truth because no matter what you think you know you don't know if i think you know if i think this says you know x but then I look at it closely and it says V. That's how life is. If we think something is something, it may not be that way at all. But only through God does he expose the truth. You know what I'm saying? It's like really grasping the concept of what we have to do. And through love, can we gain faith and hope? And those are all the three... Those are those are the three important things. Love, faith, and hope. Check this out, right? We're planting a seed. And in order for that seed to grow, we have to let it God let it grow, right? And if God tells us to follow up on the seed that we plant, then we must be obedient. But remember, right here in Romans, what is this? 3 chapter 22. Or chapter 3, verse 22 through 24. It says, This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by His grace through redemption, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So in the Bible, they're talking about Jewish people and the people who aren't Jewish, right? But check it out this way. Take it as Christian and non-Christian. Belief, believer and non-believer. You feel me? We got to start looking at it like that. Where it says, The righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. So it don't matter, right? We're planting that seed. And if God's telling us to water that seed, then there's going to be belief. Whether it comes five minutes, ten minutes, 10 days after the seed is planted. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely by his grace through the, through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. No longer do we have to live in that anxiety. No longer do we have to be scared to do what we do. It's because of our flesh that we feel scared, right? We feel we're going to get judged. But if God puts it in your heart to do something, we got to try to do it. That's part of making every shot. That's part of listening to what God's telling us to do. That's part of being obedient and not going back. Because it's easier to be disobedient. Just like it's easier to sin. But that doesn't mean that it's good. Easy doesn't mean good. Easy means easy. You know what I mean? It's easy to not do what God's calling us to do. It's easy to not, you know, follow the word. It's easy to say you believe but not really believe. And it's easy to not know but act like you know. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to find understanding. It's hard to gain wisdom. It's hard to live righteous. It's hard to be obedient, but only through obedience 
is their power. Only through love does everything all connect. Because we can have everything. But if we don't have love, we can have faith, hope, you know, peace. We can be a prayer warrior. We can speak in tongues. We can, you know, have visions. But love is what connects everything together. If there's no love, there's no connection. If you don't love God, if you don't love what you're doing, it's like if you don't love your job, you're going to despise going to it every day. It's the same thing with God. If you don't love God, you're going to despise reading your Bible. If you don't love God, you're not going to really care about what you're praying about. If you don't love God, you're not going to be really obedient. If you don't love God, you're going to try, but there's not going to be any love behind it. Like, God, I give. Yeah, you give, but it says give with a cheerful heart, which is love. Yeah, God, I helped this old, um, homeless guy. Yeah, but you also were like, you know, not really sure if you wanted to help him. You also didn't really have that love and kindness in your heart. You know what I'm saying? If we don't have love, nothing connects. If we don't have love, there's no connection. Love is what connects us and God. So if we don't have love for everything that we do for God, there's not going to there's not going to be any power behind it. You know what I mean? You ever feel like you ever meet somebody and you know they're fake? You know what I'm saying? Like you know like the show that they're putting on or the smile they have isn't real. It's the same thing with us. We're fake believers. If you think about it, like if we have no love, then we're just being fake. We're just playing believer, right? We're just playing church. People know when people are being genuine and people really know when some like they, people really know when God's talking to them. And it's not through you. It's not it's not you talking to them. It's God talking through you to talk to them. And people like that's what catches people's attention. You ever seen like preachers and stuff and they start radically moving? But it's not because of the preacher itself, but it's because of the spirit that the the Holy Spirit that lives in the preacher. The Holy Spirit that gets trained because of the real actual love that that preacher has. And if they don't have real love, then there'll always be there'll always be something off with that guy. Or the truth will always come out about that guy. You know what I'm saying? That's why you see some preachers fall off. Or you some you see some preachers like like end a church or something because they did something like they weren't supposed to, right? And that's when it gets exposed. That's when the truth is revealed through the light. And that's what we forget. That's what it's about. It's about following God and staying faithful to him. But it's also about following God and loving him with all your heart. No longer can we use the excuse of being a wretched man. Right? Those episodes are behind us now. You know what I'm saying? Like that part of our life is behind us now. Now we take the steps into being the obedient person. We take the steps into being the person full of like life, the person full of love, the person full of obedience, the person full of focus on what matters. Because it's not about focusing on like trying to be perfect, but it's just about loving God with all your heart and everything will turn out the way that we need it to. If you don't love God with all your heart and he's not number one in your life, then how can you expect everything else to be? How can you expect everything else to fall in line if God isn't number one? Because if you put anything above God, it's going to push you back. It's going to move you backward instead of going forward. I love you guys. And I, I, I've i never, like I've been, a, I, I, when I was a kid, I was a very loving person, right? But I grew up. And I realized that the world is not as nice as I thought it was going to be, you know? And I went through a lot of tragedy in my life, but I still had love. And that's why I know I know how to love, but sometimes I just don't do it. Or sometimes I just don't have it. Because I've always been a loving person. And my wife tells me all the time, you're such an easy person to love. And people, like, she says, like, people love you. Because you're an easy person to love. But I'm an easy person to love. But sometimes I feel like I push that easiness away. Because I still try to hold on to something in my heart. 
And I gotta let it go now. Because I love you guys. I, I always had like this thing like saying I love you, you know? It's weird to me. Like it wasn't weird before. It wasn't weird before, but the world made it weird for me now, you know? And it's about letting those old habits die hard and completely just killing them off. So I love you guys. I love everybody that I come into contact with now. And not because I have to, but because God lets me. You know, don't love people because you have to love them. Love them because, you know, like you ever hear, you always hear like, love your enemies, right? It's easy to say, yeah, I love my enemies. But it's harder to show them that you love them. You see what I'm saying? Like, don't just say you love your enemy, but show them love. Whether you like them or not, you know. Yo, how you doing, bro? And even if they blow you off, it's okay. Because it's not about... Remember, it's not about saving the soul or showing love towards the soul. But it's about planting the seed. You know what I'm saying? Love is the only thing... That can be true in our life that allows everything else to connect. Have so much love. And I used to be a loving person and I feel like I killed that guy, right? But God's resurrecting him every day. I text my pops this morning and I was like, I usually don't say like, you know, I'll say like love you or something. But I was like, I love you. I love you, Pops. Let your light shine today. Or something like that. I don't remember what I said. And I don't, you know, I'm not, like, I don't say I love you anymore. And, like, as men, it's like, it's hard to say, like, I love you. But why? I texted one of my friends the other day. I was like, I love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, It's a little weird, but it feels right, you know? It feels a little awkward, but it feels like it's a good awkward, you know? Like, I want everybody to know that I love them, and not because I have to, but because God gets to let me, you know? Like, God lets me do that. He lets me love everybody. And I know, like, it's easier It's easier to not love somebody. It's easier to not love everybody. But it's also easier to drink. It's easier to smoke. It's easier to sin. Love is hard because we never want to let ourselves we never want to let ourselves put too much into somebody and be let down. But we don't realize that God puts so much into us and sometimes we let him down. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to be like, yo, I love this homeless guy. But I don't really know if I want to give him 10 bucks because he can go buy some crack with that. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. It's about giving him that $10 because you love him. No matter what he's going to do with that money. Or it's easier to, you know... It's easier to let someone stay with you or it's hard it's hard to let someone stay with you that you know doesn't have a home. You're like, hey bro, I could let you stay with me for a week or until you get back on your feet. And it's easier for you to be like, nah, bro, I don't got any room. You know what I'm saying? Like love people so much. That it's okay to do those things now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's harder for us to be the way that everybody was back in the day. Back in the day, Jesus said, go find this person in the town and they're going to host me. You know what I'm saying? And the apostles, when Jesus died, the apostles were walking around and people took them in. And then after that, it said that the whole congregation, the whole like people who wanted to listen about God, everybody sold everything one at a time. And they all used the money 
together. There was like five, six hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred people, something like that. I don't really know. But there was a there was that many people. And every time they needed money, somebody would go sell land, sell goats, sell whatever. They would give an offering to the apostles. And then or they would give it all to the apostles, actually. And then they took it. And then they would distribute it. The apostles wouldn't keep it for themselves, but they would, you know, distribute it for money. Like they would buy bread or they would buy clothes or they would buy everything for everybody who was in need. And it said that nobody was ever in need and nobody ever went hungry. So why can't we do that now? You know, we got to have wisdom. You know, we're not going to let just some random person. If God doesn't put it in our heart, we're not just going to let some random person come live with us. You know, but if God puts it in your heart. Don't think it's like, no, you're just playing. No, if he's putting it in your heart, then it's really him. That's when we got to rely on obedience. And not anything else. It's easy to be disobedient. It's easy to not It's easy to not have faith. It's easy to worry and stress about everything. It's easy to know, it's easy to know like It's easy to know that you can't fulfill what you need to be what needs to be done, right? But it's hard. It's hard to listen to what God has called you to do. It's easy to be disobedient. But it's hard to not follow what God wants. And even if we just have to listen, then just listen. Because you don't know if you're going to be that example for that person that God's telling you to do that for. If we listen... We could radically change somebody's life. And not us, but the Holy Spirit that lives in us. That they no longer have to think about what they used to do, but that they realize that they can have a new life. And it's not about up, down, left, or right. But it's about chasing after God. It's about taking that initiative to do what he's telling you to do, and then he'll let everything else fall into place. It's not about worrying what's going to happen in the future, because we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow, because today has enough transgressions of its own. So it's up to us if we're going to listen or not. If we're going to be obedient or not. Because it's easier to not listen than it is to listen. And it's easier. It's easier to hate. Than it is to love. And it's easier to despise than it is to not. But we have to let God be our God. And we have to be his children and listen to him. I love you guys. And it's not easy doing the right thing. But it's not easy following God either.
if you love somebody, love them with all your heart. If you love somebody, love them with all your heart. If you love God, love them with all your heart. Because what's the point of doing it halfway? There is no point. You're wasting your time and you're wasting God's time. Remember, guys, love is what connects us to our faith and our hope. And in order to have faith and hope, we have to believe in what we're loving. Believe in what you're doing. God will open the door. But you got to remember that in order for that door to be open, you have to be obedient. We have to be obedient. We have to love. We have to have hope and faith. And God will carry us straight through that door. I love you guys. All glory to God always. This was fun. You guys are funny. You guys are cool. And you guys always, talking to you guys always helps me figure my own life out. You know what I mean? And uh, and I thank God for that because God does that, you know. God wants me to practice what I preach. He wants me to not worry about what's going on to the left or the right, but worry about what he's telling me to do in my heart. And I have to love him and be obedient to him. And with that, everything else will fall into place. You know what I'm saying? But I love you guys, and um, just keep on keeping on. Consistency is always the key. And remember, believe in what you love, and love what you believe, and love everything else, because without love, there's no connection. All right, guys. I love you guys. Um, You know how it goes. <laughs> I ain't tired of you, but I know you're tired of me. Peace.